0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios, your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. We are live here in the... American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I got my man, Matty Stats Wilcox, with me. How you doing, Matt? What's up, John? Man, Matt, I'll tell you what. I had one of those weekends that I felt like I had to come back to work to rest up.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> he, busy?
0: Yeah. You know, we, we had such a just intense game Friday night.
1: It was that.
0: And then Saturday, I tr- went out of town. I had to take my kids out to my parents. So I had to travel a couple hours that way. Then we went to Oklahoma. I mean, Katie went to Oklahoma to see a, a customer, had a kind of a party, uh, birthday deal. And so we did that, got home, you know, at midnight and turn around Sunday morning church, and <laughs> it's just like yeah.
1: Not to mention all, in the middle of that, you had to watch or right. listen to the hall game. At well, so
0: at, the, at that party, there was a lot of just, I mean, it was like one of the, it was like kind of an all-day thing. Yeah. And so there was a lot of just sitting around. They had bands and stuff, so I, I had the game home. Sure. And I watched it. And then on the way home, I had Katie hold the phone and, <laughs> you know, just kind of there in the middle of the yeah. console. and
1: right. That way I could keep up with sure. it. But so yeah. you didn't you didn't have any Oklahoma fans throwing stuff at you during the game? No,
0: you? you know the, these. The, what's funny is there. I don't know of any Oklahoma fans that were there. All these people were from Nebraska. Oh, really? Yeah they they were mostly from Nebraska. Uh, they had moved down. Uh, some of the friends of the of the guy was from like Florida. there were people from Florida there, people from Pennsylvania because uh, that's where I met him was working in Pennsylvania. Gotcha. So yeah, there were there weren't any Oklahoma fans.
1: <laughs> Fortunately, there weren't any Texas fans either. Yeah. So let's talk about that Hall game, man. What do you think?
0: Man, uh, you know it's 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 almost like the season has been made. <laughs> like right. it's not. Right. I mean, I want to see more. Sure, but talk about just pride. And I tell you what, that reporter or that uh, that uh, analyst or you know whatever that said made the statement that Hogs fans hate Texas more than they like themselves. Right.
1: There may be some truth to that. <laughs> there may be. You know, I heard a I heard a broadcaster talk about how Texas, some of the most of the players didn't even realize the rivalry and the hatred between yeah. Arkansas and Texas. And that was a mistake. Yeah. I mean Sarkeesian downplayed that all week. Right. Said we're not worried about no rivalry. We're worried about playing football. And that's a mistake because it is. our kids come out fired up, and you
0: know they use that as their excuse after. Sure, and they have for my whole life that well, you know, it's not really a big game to sure. us. That's right. Well, it better be like <laughs> you said. You better yeah, because you're you. How many losses have we seen in Texas for Texas against Arkansas in our lifetime?
1: That's right, most of them. Yeah, man, I tell you, not only not only was was the game amazing, and I wasn't at Fayetteville, unfortunately, but I wish I would have been because. The atmosphere at Razorback Stadium was off the charts. I heard it was nuts. I talked to several people that were there, and they said there were times that you couldn't even hear yourself screaming, like it mm-hmm. was that loud.
0: When's the last time we had a sold out game? We've never, we've never filled the stadium they have now.
1: Not that they, since they've renovated it. No, no. So, I mean, they said what Bumper pulls a senior, and he's never played in front of a, a sellout crowd. That's nuts. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. But Arkansas puts it on Texas, just drums them from the Thompson. first whistle. First half. Total domination. Allowed 78 total yards in the first half. How about the defense, man? They are flying they are. around.
0: You know, I the first week I wasn't just like overwhelmed with our play on the defensive line. Right. And I knew we were supposed to be much improved there,
1: but, boy, they were good. How about Ridgeway? Man. He's a man child. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's huge. And I think I think what we saw was the scheme. Yeah, you know we did a, we rushed through a lot that first
1: game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put some pressure on. Them. We did, and and you know to hear, hear um, Morgan and some of those guys talk, it's almost like Odom was in Sarkeesian's head. Like he, they had game plan so well that they almost knew what they were running before they ran it. Oh yeah, he's 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 one of a kind. Let me throw this out out there to you. All right. How much is he worth right now? I mean, would you have a problem with paying that cat as much as Pittman's getting paid to keep him?
0: You know, we, about this time last, well, yeah, about this yeah, time about last this year, time. we saw we, we were questioning, asking the same question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't, it wasn't always that good. Sure. But, of course, he can only do so much. That's right. But, you know, I think he's worth every bit of what he's making. Every bit. Uh, I think he's worth as much as any defensive coordinator in the country. I agree. Um, I think that we are real fortunate that he wants to be there. <laughs>
1: I think you're right. So, here's just a few stats for you from the game, Arkansas versus Texas. Arkansas holds Texas to 256 total yards. Uh, of those 256, 118 of them were passing yards. They were 13 of 23, no interceptions. They rushed 41 times for 138 yards. That's 3.4 yards a carry with a potential first-round running back in the backfield. Yeah, so that's pretty impressive. They were four of thirteen on third down. Um, Arkansas, on the other hand, had four hundred seventy-one total yards. Didn't really wow us with the passing game, but but it was better. I mean, he 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 was way more accurate. He was very efficient. He was fourteen of nineteen for one hundred thirty-eight yards. We rushed the ball forty-seven times for three hundred and thirty-three yards, which is seven point one a carry. Seven a carry. Yeah, and with how many backs? Uh, well, so Traylon Smith carried it twelve times for seventy-five. KJ was ten of seventy-three. AJ Green seven for sixty-seven. Rocket eight of fifty, and Dominic Johnson six for forty-four. And then Hornsby was one carry for twenty-nine.
0: Six different people ran with the football, and
1: four of them had touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. So it was pretty impressive running Hey, back.
0: you know we've got to figure out how to get Hornsby in the game.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, I, listen. If he's not the quarterback, I get it. And I'm not. I, I'm all for KJ. Yeah. I think he's he's what we got. Sure. Uh, he's, he's going to be accurate at times and, and he's always going to be a threat to run, Mm -hmm. but you got the kid who was basically the fastest kid in the country in high school.
1: That's right. I mean, he's electric. Like they talked Mm -hmm. about it all, all fall and and even in the spring about how fast this guy was with the ball in his hands. Well, let's utilize that a little bit.
0: Absolutely. Well, and you know, one thing I think too, that we saw that we haven't seen with KJ is is you can have a, a a pass or a pass or a running heavy quarterback or, or a, you know one that's capable of running the ball and only allow him to do it in certain points of the game or sure. certain plays right. and him not be that good. But if he's always, I think we opened it up and let him just go. Yeah, and I think that you know you remember. Do you remember when USC was way better than Texas and Texas and Vince Young
1: beat him? Absolutely, Vince Young beat USC yeah. in the
0: in the in the national championship. Yeah. I mean, basically, he just got the ball and was like,
1: "All right, where am I going now?" Yeah, it's almost like he was drawing plays up in the dirt. Right. I mean, like, right. You go this way. And That's it, right. If they cover you, I'm gonna run. That's
0: right. <laughs> and when you let the, when you give the power to him and say, "Hey, here's the play," but it's always open sure. for you. Sure. I think it it, lets, it it turns that running quarterback into a real weapon.
1: That's right. So defensively, how about these linebackers? Oh, I love them. So Henry had 15 <laughs> tackles defensive player of the week yeah morgan had 13 tackles <laughs> and this might be the most impressive bumper pool who didn't play the first half or the first series in the second half had 10 <laughs> and,
0: a, and a half yeah. his backup yes. our backup linebacker was player of the defensive player of the week it's crazy and that the other
1: case is it green no uh, i don't i'm not sure on that. that plays behind morgan maybe you know he
0: played great last week
1: yeah so defense is playing great. Of course, you got Catalon to oh, so in the back. You just I mean, he's a machine back there. But very impressive win, exciting win for the Razorback fans. As like my dad said, Dead Gummet, we deserve it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we been, do. We've been through a lot the last five years. So congratulations to the Hogs. Big win. And uh got Georgia Southern next week at home. So we'll we'll preview that in our next podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. So So that takes us to picks Yeah, let's talk about picks I'm a little bit more exciting about picks this week Everybody get quiet
0: Pal, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it But to be the man, you gotta beat the man And I'm saying, woo, right here I'm the man It's true, ladies and gentlemen I'm, it's true. I'm finally on the board, baby. Maddie Stats is on the board. Not only is he on the board, he cut the lead to two. Yes, sir. So Maddie Stats is back to being a C-plus student. I did a little homework last week. Did you? You studied up a little bit. Well, he's at 77% in Junk Vegas.
1: Went poo-poo. <laughs> he sure did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Junk Vegas is a D student at sixty four percent. Not your best week.
1: No, it wasn't. But I've had week like that.
0: So yeah, well, I, it's okay. Who am I to talk? Hey, if I, if you'd asked me if I was going to be in the
1: lead after three weeks, I'd have probably told you mm,
0: probably not. <laughs> so hey, I'm, I'm I'll take
1: it. You bet. Well, all right. So that's our uh, that's our results from our picks. We got the the this week's picks coming up in our next show. But uh, right now we're going to recognize. Some of our standout performances from last yeah, week. well there were a bunch too. and there were some great performances. So,
0: so first off, I'm a, I'm gonna do four, okay, and then I'm gonna let you go because this is all one game. I got you right. Yeah, Coach Jones, who we've got to know down at El Dorado, sent me their stats today, and that was the best loss they could have, you know, in the state.
1: Absolutely,
0: you're playing against who we we feel like is a top two or three yeah. team in seven A. And they're a 6'18 when they get beat by five.
1: They they gained a lot of respect. Yeah. Guarantee you.
0: It was close too. Yeah. It was close. Uh it might have been six. I think it was six. Because I think they were tied at the end of the third quarter. And I think they scored uh, Cabot scored twenty and and the Elder scored fourteen in the fourth quarter. Wow. So Sh- Sh- uh Sherman R- Rester, the quarterback that's just unreal at Elder rating. Special athlete. He is. Twenty six of forty for 433 yards and four touchdowns. Nice. Also ran for 86 yards on 10 carries. Wow. And then Jackie Washington caught three of those touchdowns. He had seven catches for 119 yards. And then on the on the other side, Cabot, their quarterback Grant Freeman was 15 for 27 for 323 yards and four touchdowns. Also an, a great night. And then Brayden Jay had eight catches for 229 yards and all four of those touchdowns. He also ran the ball three times for 36
1: yards. That kid is something else. Like, he's good. I mean, he's four touchdowns. Like the, the quarterback threw four touchdowns and they were all four to him.
0: All four to him, <laughs> and he ran for three times for 36 yards. Jeez, what a game! So, you know, well, you know, he had two thirds of the of the uh, receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, hats off to Coach Jones and El Dorado. Oh, man. What an awesome performance. Great really performance. gained a lot of respect. Uh, and then, of course, to. Uh Coach Scott Reed over there at Cabot. Yeah. You know, way to go down there out of, out of town. Sure. Against a good football team and get a win. And a town
1: and a team that probably wants to beat you really bad. You bet. Because you, you left bet.
0: them. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, that's his old stomping
1: ground. Yeah. So, all right. So, we'll recognize um, a sophomore quarterback from Conway, the Wampus Cats. Uh, an impressive win last week over Jonesboro. Donovan Amalo. Like I said, he's a sophomore. This is only his third start from what I understand. He looks really smooth in the in the pocket. Uh threw for three hundred and sixty-five yards and four touchdowns.
0: Good night. Yes, sir. Good night. So Fayetteville. Now, this is what I read today that this quarterback at Fable, Bladen Fike, mm-hmm. uh leads the state with 858 yards passing. He, he's forty eight for seventy-seven and six touchdowns you would think there would be more touchdowns. Right, yeah. But, uh, of course, they're playing some pretty good defenses that yeah. they're probably having to punch it in.
1: And that's uh, that's in three games, right?
0: Yeah, that's in, I think so that's in three games. That's little, right.
1: A little bit less, about 220 yards a game. Yeah. Pressing. That's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah it is. Then at Rodgers, you've got Joshua Shepard that leads the state with 15 carries for 402 yards and six touchdowns.
0: So, the I don't know what's <laughs> more impressive, that he's leading the state – uh, in 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 yards, or that he's done it on fifteen carries. Right.
1: Yeah, that's impressive.
0: So, uh, over at uh, Greenwood, they had a tough loss. I did. You know, they they lost to a, a what what we believe is turned out to be a pretty good Rogers. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Northside team, and uh, I skipped one, didn't
1: I? No, you're there. No, no.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So but they but the, you know they had a, this Houston kid Hunter Houston the quarterback I mean he 21 for 34 with 262 yards and two touchdowns
1: so, so he, he had a great night absolutely did you by the way speaking of greenwood quarterbacks did you see where the hmm. The kid in the eighth grade already yeah. got, got an offer. Arkansas, you know, he's already been offered by Michigan and somebody
0: else, but off, Arkansas offered him. Goodness gracious. That's he cool. must
1: be something. He must be. All right, so then we go down to uh, Arkadelphia. Why don't you do those four? Yeah, I'll do these four. What a great game at, from Arkadelphia at Greenbrier. Unbelievable atmosphere. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, Arkadelphia, Jay Sean Davis, who is an absolute man child. I'm going to you. tell
0: you. And not to interrupt you, but I want to say one thing about him. Yeah. I was waiting for him to wear out.
1: Sure. First
0: game in the second half, he has cramps. He missed the second half with cramps. Then the last game, he ran the ball eight times. In my opinion, or just my thoughts, what's going on in my little pea-sized brain, was that he's probably a little out of shape. Sure. So I thought, this might be to our advantage, right? And I thought, second half, I was like, he's ran the ball more in the first half than he has all year. We're fixing to. He's uh, fixing uh, where at, at. and he didn't.
1: No, no, he didn't. <laughs> He's uh had twenty five carries for one hundred and seventy five yards and three touchdowns, and just absolutely punished people all night long. Yeah. Donovan Whitten, not much smaller of a man.
0: <laughs> no, he really isn't. He And he's a tough – he's tough. He
1: is tough, tough kid. He's just junior quarterback there at Arkadelphia, and he's going to be a dandy. Threw 16 of 26 for 333 yards, four touchdowns, but did have one interception, but had a heck of a night. And I tell you, a lot of times um, when they were down and almost felt like they were out of it, he'd make a heck of a play.
0: Yeah, it so, was – they never – boy, they, they didn't have quit.
1: No. And on the other side of that, Greenboro had a great performance. They were up 22 at one point in the third quarter, late in the third quarter. Uh, Cooper Wilcox uh, had a special night. He was 14 of 23 for 283 yards through the air and four passing touchdowns and also carried it 15 times for 139 yards and three touchdowns. So, great great night. So, he had
0: seven touchdowns and 422, something like like that, that. yards. Yeah. Wow, that was – I mean, unreal.
1: Yeah. And then Jacob Mathis, uh, wide receiver, middle linebacker for Bay, Had three catches for 80 yards, two touchdowns, and was in on several several tackles. Several tackles. Great game by Jacob.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, Parkview, Jalen White, 8 for 16, 92 yards. And then 20 carries for 285 yards and two touchdowns. He was busy. Good
1: grief. 20 yes,
0: carries for the quarterback position. That's a bunch. And he threw the ball. Not what I say 16 times. Yeah. Uh then James Joyner, who, you know, is 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 the the big time, you know, Arkansas recruit commit. commit yeah. Uh, he's a running back. He carried the ball 12 times for 33 yards, so he didn't really have an electric night. But this is what impresses me. In a 6A school, he had eight tackles. That's
1: awesome. That's (laughs) that's just being a football player. That's right. All right, then we go down to Benton. Uh, Strand Smith, the senior quarterback there, was 15 for 19 for three touchdowns in that game. And then also in Benton, Donovan Pearson had three catches for 54 yards, two touchdowns, and a 54-yard rushing touchdown. You know why he's special? Why is that?
0: Because he's got a Hornet blood in him.
1: Is that right? His mama
0: is from Mineral Springs. We talked about him a little bit this summer That's with, right. yep. with uh, Coach Harris. Yeah, uh, He's a junior. Apparently, he's just a really good kid. Sure. Which, he, I'm going to tell you, I know his family, and they're wonderful people. Right. But this kid, he's a baseball player, and apparently,
1: he's a, <laughs> he's a stud football player. That's what it looks like.
0: All right, so Van Buren. Uh, Chai Henry, I love that name. Uh, five catches, 106 yards, and three touches. Let me tell you, you get the ball five times, thrown to you five times, and you score on three of them. It's
1: pretty good. It's pretty
0: good. <laughs> uh, Bryce Perkins was 22 for 27, also from Van Buren, 295 yards, four touchdowns, and he ran for one.
1: Very nice. Warren had a big win over Stuttgart this week. Jakari Lee had six carries for 119 yards, uh, two 50-yard touchdown runs. Yeah, two.
0: Two of them. (laughs) You know, I wonder if going into that game, there wasn't some feelings about last year. Maybe, yeah. Because they were supposed to win last year. That's
1: right. And got rolled. Yes. Um,
0: Fort Smith Southside, David Sorg. Now, you talk about efficient. 14 for 17, three touchdowns, 177 yards. That's impressive.
1: Bentonville, Josh Ficklin, nine carries, 192 yards. He had touchdown runs of 61 and 71.
0: That's uh, pretty good yards per carry. I was going to say, I'll get your yard per carry up. <laughs> yeah, you bet. <laughs> uh, North Little Rock, who I am just unbelievably, like, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm shocked, uh, you know, after losing what they lost. Sure. You know, with Cotton and, and you know. and
1: And their head coach. <laughs> their head coach.
0: And then, of course, we know Sandifer, you know, has been there so long. So, he, you know, they probably bought him pretty easy because he's already there. But, you know, he basically told us they weren't going to try to reinvent the wheel. Right. And and they 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 just go out there and play football. They do. And uh, they beat a, a fable team who has been impressive this year. And they held them to seven points. That's right. So, uh, Josh Thrower, 63-yard interception for a touchdown in the first quarter, right? Pick six, 61 yards. And that was the deciding score in the 14-7 win.
1: That's incredible. All right, so then uh, we go to Nashville. Ethan Gunter was 21 of 30 for 308 yards, four touchdowns, and also had a rushing touchdown. That's a
0: big game. Big game. And then last, uh, Russellville, Ben Hallmark. He carried the ball five times and scored three of them.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, You might want to give it to him a little more. Yeah, give him the ball. All right, so great job from those guys on standout performances in week two. And so now we're going to go over our top tens from last week and how they fared and uh, take a look back as we recap week two. So, Junk, you want to start us with 2A or you want to start 7A? Where you want to go?
0: I do whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm at seven. Let's start seven. Okay. So, 7A, Bryant, I guess they had the week off, didn't they? Yes, they did. But they're going to Longview, Texas this week. No. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, they were yeah, off. They're yeah. going to Longview, Texas this week, which we'll talk about that in the next one. Uh, but so they they rested. Uh so we still you know, they they were they were at one. Uh number two, we had Fayetteville. And we know that they were held to seven points and a close, close loss to North Little Rock. Cabot number three edged out El Dorado, another close one. And then four North Little Rock was in the close one against Fayetteville. Yeah. Uh Conway beat a good beat a really good Jonesboro team by seventeen uh Bentonville they went up there to that Rockhurst
1: Kansas City school and dominated. And that was an impressive win. It was. And you know looking back at that at that Conway loss, I looked a little bit more into it. They turned the ball over six times. That yeah. Game. So I think they're probably a little bit better than what we're giving them credit for. I think for. so
0: too. I you know, I think that they've finally getting it all together. Yeah. I I'm with you. Um then uh Bentonville West I'm a little worried because they 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 beat Central 40 to 20, but um I think this might be the first time Central scored this year. If not, they hadn't scored much. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know that so, they had. So I'm a little concerned defensively there. But uh, 40 to 20, hey, they got they took care of business. Northside big win over Greenwood. I know they're excited about that. Uh, number nine Catholic did not play, and then number ten Rogers. We've seen other teams play this Muskogee team this 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 year, and Rogers beat them 56 to 12.
1: Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah,
0: because that Muskogee team's not bad. No, they're not bad at all.
1: <laughs> all right, so that'll take us into 6A. So, last week we had Lake Hamilton at 1. They'll stay there this week. Uh, we've still got Greenwood. They were at 2 last week. They did take it on the chin to north side. You know, they, they won a close one to south side. That they might have should have got, got clipped right there, and then me and Junk both thought north side might get them, and they actually did.
0: I, uh, hold on. No, I appreciate you saying that. Oh, you picked against them. Yeah, I appreciate you standing to get my
1: back. Well, you know. You picked them. (laughs) I picked Greenwood. Okay. All right. So, uh, Greenwood did take a tumble there, which is a little bit surprising. That's Coach Jones' first loss as a head coach. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Uh, Number three, we had Jonesboro last week. They lost to a really good uh, Conway team. Um, Number four, we had uh, Parkview. And so, Parkview, the Battle of the Boldings – Uh, Man, what a game that was. I would have never – if we would have looked at this game and predicted the score, I would have never predicted it that low. I I do understand Whitehall's got a great defense.
0: And we're we're finding out more that they're really good.
1: Yes, they are. But Parkview's loaded offensively, and to be held to 13 points is pretty impressive. Very. Number five, we had Benton last week, and uh, they were off – no, Benton put it to Southwest. Yeah, they beat Southwest. 63-19. Number six – Last week, we had El Dorado, and we've already talked a little bit about them. Yeah. Probably the most impressive loss in the state last Yeah, week. absolutely. Uh, they gained a lot of respect and, and opened some eyes in the 6A. They said, you better pay attention to us. Yeah. And then seven last week, we had Sylvan Hills. Uh, Sylvan Hills uh, beat Jacksonville 50-29. to And then number nine last week, we had Cersei. Um Cersei dropped out. What did they do this week or they, last week, John? So,
0: they, they gave up 36 points
1: to Batesville. That's right. That's right. Beat them Which 50 to 36. A little bit of a head scratch. It is. Especially after what we saw out of Batesville the week before. Right. And then number 10 last week, we had Van Buren, and Van Buren beat Heritage at 7 School 35 to 13.
0: One thing I want to say real quick before we move on is Sylvan Hill scoring 50 points. Yeah. We're seeing that transition. starting to roll. We saw it last yep. year. You know, this team's figuring it out now. They still they're still behind defensively. They're not where they were last year defensively, even close. Because no. they were they were hardcore. Yes, but they are figuring out the offensive
1: That's side. Right. So before before we move on to five, let me ask you this. Okay, because we we've seen we've seen how Southwest has struggled offensively so far this right. year. Is that just the transition? Because you know Coach Patton talked about. The caliber of athlete that he has there, yeah, is it just taking them that long to got, kind of get it figured out, or are they still just not have the talent there?
0: Um, I think it's probably they don't have. I would guess they probably don't have the talent in all the positions. Sure, I think he probably has some pieces, some pieces, but second year program after last year, which shouldn't you can throw out, right? Um, you know he's probably fighting numbers. Yeah. You know, he mentioned to us this summer that you know he's having he's he's got kids that that showing up for practice. Yeah. You know that basically having to kind of weed out some, but also teaching them that this is how you play football. Sure. So I I think it's it's just a long road. Yeah, I agree. All right, five A me. Uh, yep, you're up. I usually let you do five A. Yeah, we're switching it. Okay. Up. All right. So number one, Pulaski Academy. You know. They finally hit a wall, but what can you say about them? I mean, like, like the, they're still awesome. I mean, amazing. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, the, they lost to one of the best teams in Tennessee. That's coached by ex Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, Trent Dilfer's uh, Lipscomb. Yeah. Uh, team, they're sixty. They lost sixty four to twenty eight, which is really impressive because, you know, we've seen what PA's done this year. Like I. I'm not sure this isn't the best PA team we've ever seen,
1: and not and not just this year, but in years past. Even with Coach Kelly, you know they'll go out of state and play some of these teams that they have no business being on the field with, yeah. and end up winning the ball game. So that,
0: that West Virginia, I think it was, no, it was Virginia. I think team they played last year it looked like a, a D two school yes. came and played them, and they they beat them.
1: They beat them. That's right.
0: So we we got you know PA lost, but you know. Not really much you can say about that mm-hmm. other than they just finally played somebody that beat them. Yeah. Uh, little Rock Christian, little shaky, 15 point win over Magnolia, who's struggling a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, that this score surprised me in a way. Um, we both thought Magnolia was going to be re- yeah, yeah, really, yeah, really good yeah. this like year. Yeah. Like if
0: you'd asked me before the season, I'd have said, <laughs> yeah, that's probably about right. Right. Uh, but, you know, and, and Coach who told us that he's going to have a lot of youngins. Sure. So, he, you know, but they've they've impressed so far though. Yep. Uh, number three, we had win. They rolled over Morton. Moulton a little down this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Greenbrier. Whoo, man! Game uh, Friday night, fifty five to forty seven win over Arkadelphia. and it, it was a track meet man. at times. Uh, you know, I think the there was two things in that game that really stood out to me. Other than, I mean, obviously, you know, Cooper seven touchdowns, four hundred yards. You know. Different things like that, but Greenbrier stopped him on the first possession. Mm-hmm. And so, on fourth down, on about the 30-yard line, Greenbrier gets the ball. Yeah. They go score. So, now they're going to get the ball at the half. Sure. And they do get the ball at the half and score to go up three touchdowns. Now, granted, they sco- the Arcadelfia scores, kicks on side kick scores. <laughs> I think we trade scores, and then they, they stop us, and, and then score and w- bring it within two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before that, uh, Shannon Howard picks off a, a pass. You know the Witten kid was pressured. He was in in their end zone. Mm-hmm. He had to get, yeah, yeah, had to, had to get rid of it and just just left it. He scored on the same play. Yeah.
1: This one he just didn't quite get it there. Well, and the, if you if you go back and watch it, the kid was open and, and he just couldn't get it to. Well, him. and Shannon just made a heck of a read. Mm-hmm. He just didn't seem. He didn't. Yeah. Uh, but so and
0: then and then at the, those were the two things that really stood out that maybe. Turned the momentum, uh, you know. Really, those things really hurt Arkadelphia.
1: And I, and just to give you a little bit of perspective, because I run the chains uh, for Greenbrier, so I'm on, I'm on the visiting team sideline, right. which is really hard sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but, but just their will to. To keep fighting, mm. you know we're we're up twenty two with about seven minutes left in the third quarter, and those kids could have laid down and quit. Absolutely, I mean they could have just like that, but they kept fighting. Next thing you know, they get a big play, then they get the onside kick, and you could just feel it. I mean, mm-hmm. you could feel that momentum. And you feel us going. That's right. Ugh. That's right. Yeah.
0: And, and then at the end, which I know you don't you won't talk about, but but Cooper in that last drive, yeah, you know. Nick ran the ball well, he but did. there were a couple of times where we were like second. Now, it's four minutes to go, and mm-hmm. we've got to run the clock out, basically.
1: And I think everybody in the stadium knew if, if we gave them the ball back, we were losing. We were going to lose. Yeah. That's
0: right, because we weren't going to stop them. No. And, uh, you know, there was like a second and 12, second and 9 or something. Cooper just wheels his way for a first down. Yeah, it was a and big run. It was a big run. And then we get down, and there's uh, they've got enough timeouts to stop it and make us make us do a fourth down with four seconds left. So, yeah. we've got to run four seconds off the clock, and, and Cooper scores. Yeah. On a, on a tough run. Right. So, yeah. it was, I mean, everything you could want in a good football game, especially since our team won. Sure. You know, <laughs> that, that obviously makes it better. But uh, what a great game. It was. So, anyway, that's what happened with Greenbrier at four. Harrison, they edged out a, a 6A Salem Spring
1: School, who's playing a little better this year. And avenged their loss. Their, their only regular that, season loss from year. last year.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Valonia edged out Ma in a, in a, it looked like it'd be a slugfest there. A two point, two point, uh, game.
1: Very physical ball game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Whitehall, <laughs> you know, we said the, the El Dorado loss may be the best in the state. This one right <laughs> here is right here with <laughs> yeah, it. Right. You know, you go play Parkview and you get beat by three and yes. you hold them to 10 points. Yes. That's impressive. Uh, Kenan Fairview. Dominated Hamburg 52 0. you know, that was the the Vilonia game. They lost by two. And then Farmington, uh the boy, they edged out. I think they beat Springdale maybe twenty to nineteen or so. It was really – like Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Farmington, Elders got them rolling he up. It does, there. and we figured that was going to happen. Yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, uh Farmington plays Harrison in one of the first two weeks of conference. So that'll be a that'll be an interesting game. Absolutely, absolutely. So what we got? Four A? Yep. Four A. Well, so, Shiloh was at one last week. Um, you know, that's that's no shocker there. Yeah, and they didn't play. They didn't play. They just continued to roll. Um, I've lost my 4A notes. You want mine? Uh, here they are. Yeah, and so we had Shiloh at one, Stuttgart at two, and uh, we knew that Stuttgart-Warren game was going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, I never really saw it going that way.
0: I mean, we picked Stuttgart to win sure. just because of, I mean – They've been
1: great. We, we felt like they were the number two team in the, in the yeah. state. I mean, that's why we had them there. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. But but it doesn't shock me that Warren is the team that, be, that did it.
1: Sure. You know, very well coached. And
0: tradition. Tradition.
1: I mean, the only thing that surprised me a little bit, I guess, was because Warren got blanked the week before against Whitehall. Right. And but so I
0: think we figured out what's yeah. going on there. Whitehall's just that good. That's right.
1: And so we had Stuttgart at two, uh, we had Warren at. Uh, we had, Yeah, we had Cross it at three, yeah. sorry. And they uh, they went, didn't play. They didn't play. Cross it was off. Then we had Warren, and we talked about them. We had Joe T. Uh, Joe T with a big win.
0: UJTR?
1: UJTR with a big win going up two classifications. Two classes. Against a pretty good Marion team. Yeah, they're not bad. A much improved Marion team. Then uh, well, we have Prairie Grove. Is that who we had last week? Maybe. I believe that's right. Prairie Grove at six. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Prairie Grove beat Pea Ridge, um, I think, pretty handily. Um, so, P Ridge classification up. And then we had Arkadelphia at seven last week. Uh, we talked about them at Greenbrier. And then we had Nashville at eight. Is that right?
0: The, I, I've got different ones here. I think I don't. this may be before we merged.
1: It may have been. Okay. And so, Nashville um, – they beat De Queen forty-one twenty-seven, and then Lone Oak uh, beat a five A 5A BB team twenty-eight twenty-one, and then Ashdown was in our top ten last week as well.
0: Yeah, and they they handled Oh Hope.
1: Yep, Hope just Hope. What's going on down there, man? Hope the Queen. Just, they
0: just struggled. You know, yeah. these were used to be really good football yeah. schools, and like De Queen used to be real good. Right. And but you know, Ashdown went through it here not long ago. Sure. Sure. So, you know, hopefully, hope's been in down for a while. Yeah. All right, so 3A. 3A. The Curly Wolves, let me tell you right now, they're next level good. <laughs> they are. They're 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 looking like what what Fordice was last year in in 2A.
1: I'm wondering we know how how good they are and how loaded with talent they are. Yeah. Do You think they could compete two classifications up? I do. Do you? This team. Yeah. This
0: team, they're that. I think they're that good. Um it, they didn't play uh, – yeah, they didn't play, you know, Uh But number two, Boonville didn't play either. Uh, they're about uh, – oh, I know I, what I put on Boonville is it's going to be a huge matchup between them and Paris because Paris is looking good. They are looking good. But Boonville looking really good. Yeah. Uh, Harding Academy was number three last week. They, they kind of come back. You know, we looked at them against that Valley View like they got beat. But you're talking about a 3A school – Playing in a 5A school. There's a big difference big there. Big difference. Um, and so, uh, Harding Academy rolls Hebrew Springs 42-7, who's also a classification 4A, above them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, McGee, they look good. You know, they beat Dumas 54-7. Uh, Osceola didn't play. They were at number five. Number six, Charleston. Uh, they beat a, a 4A Pottsville. Uh, and then Paris, they were number seven. And they uh, – you know, they've, this isn't just a one-time. They've done this week in, week yep. out, 54-0 to over West Fork. Coach Weaver's got them rolling. He does. Uh, Center point, they beat uh, 4A Haskell-Harmony Grove. And then Melbourne, this one kind of surprised me a little bit. They took a tough loss to 4A Cave City. I really thought they would win that game. Yeah,
1: I did too. That that was a shocker to me.
0: And then we had rising at number 10. They did not play.
1: Okay. So, down to your, your babies, down to a – Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2A classification. So, last week, uh, we had Fordyce at 1. Uh, we're going to leave them there. A hard-fought win over Camden Harmony Grove, 3A Camden Harmony Grove, which is a very good football team. Uh, two, we had a Bigelow. we will going to leave Bigelow there. Uh, dominated their, their rival, uh, 3A Perryville, which Matty stats thought Perryville would win. I picked yeah. them to win, and they got drummed. They did. You know, Perryville's huge up front. Yeah, they're big. I, I thought they'd handle the line of scrimmage. And they I'm
0: just, telling you, that Bigelow team's something.
1: I saw Bigelow, they had six sacks against Perryville yeah. against that offensive line. So, uh, number three, we had McCrory uh, beat a talented Clarendon team 34 to 6. Number four, we had uh, Clarendon at four last week. And like we just talked about, took a tough loss to McCrory. I think McCrory's the real deal.
0: Oh, I do too. Yeah. Because I think, you know, we saw him kind of. Barely beat Hazen that first week. they come to find out. Hazen's
1: been rolling people. <laughs> they have.
0: Uh, Clarendon, you know, they, they Dax Courtney's out for the year. Right. A torn ACL. Big yeah. loss.
1: Yeah. And you know that that Hazen team, which I'll talk about them here in a minute, but they've got a quarterback down there, junior quarterback, Luke King. Kid's just – he's a monster. He's, yeah. I think he benches like 385 or something. Really? As a junior.
0: Well, that's like the, the, the quarterback they had a couple years yeah. ago. I mean, same thing. Yeah.
1: What are they putting in the cereal down there at Hazen? <laughs> All right, number five, last week we had Gurdon. Uh, they pounded on Beard and beat them 48-6. to six. Yeah, but they got to go to Mill
0: Springs this week. Oh, the Hornets. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I smell an upset cooking. Actually, Middle goes there. Oh, yeah. And then six, we had Des Arc. Uh, defense was impressive last week, holding Barton to 113 yards. They won that one 20-0. Uh, seven, we had Junction City. Uh, Junction City uh, has played well after the first week they took it on the chin from Cameron Harmony Grove. They beat Lake Village 54-8. to That Lake
0: Village team has been getting
1: drummed. They have. Number eight, we have Mount Ida. Um, Game at Jesseville was canceled last week. Number nine, Poen, lost to a 3A Bismarck team. Who's pretty good. That Bismarck team's good. They are. They lost 32-14. to And then number 10, we had the Hazen Hornets uh, beat Earl 38-0. to
0: Pretty big win, yeah. I th- I, I, I'm I'm interested to see. I think we're going to see Hazen move up there
1: by the end of the year. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, that will wrap us up with our week two look back and our results and, and standout performances and our pick results and a little bit of hog talk. So, uh you got anything else for week two?
0: No. Uh, looking forward to this coming week. Uh, we'll release this one tonight. It's Tuesday. And then tomorrow we will uh, we will have uh, our our new uh, – uh, this week's week three. Yeah. The preview. Uh, preview. Yeah. And we'll have new pickems We'll have, you know, new top tens. Right. And then we'll look at uh, a new opponent for the Hogs. Yep. Might be a little weak. Man. Yeah. Might be a little let down after this last yeah.
1: nice week. Hopefully, hopefully they come to play and don't take them lightly. Sure. I mean, they are running that flex bone, whatever, crazy option offense. So. Yeah. That's the great equalizer. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) All All right, well, I think that's it. All right, man. Well, thank you all for checking in. We'll talk to you later.
0: You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears and special thanks to our sponsor American Safeguard Insurance I'm JB Brazil be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats